hello and welcome to Metrospective. The podcast. Wow, I did it that time. The podcast recover everything from Metrospective. I'm Tooch. I'm Devin. (laughs) Oh my god, we're back. (laughs) We're actually back this time instead of whatever half hour long bullshit you probably skipped. (laughs) Yes. Um, (laughs) union.mp3. Hell yeah! God, okay. I I was so I was so lukewarm on that opening because I wanted the Gridman theme so badly. But we'll get into how, it, we'll get into how they made it up to me. I wanted it to be. A super robot opening, mm-hmm. but I I just I'm gonna take this time to, to segue into something I was thinking about after I uh, while I was we're talking about so SSSS long. Gridman by the way, but you, I don't know why podcasts still do that anymore. You know what the title is, you know what it is, you can read. You clicked on this idiot. <laughs> I'm sorry, you're not an idiot. You're one of our dedicated fans. Thank you. We love you. We love you so much, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want because I I just I think I like something happened in like 2004 five where all anime openings stopped being anime openings mm-hmm. elaborate like i don't know just the style of anime openings are much different now like they're more self-conscious about being an anime opening so they all try to kind of be like yes either more awesome or like it's, more like it's like that one it's 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 some ancient youtube video i remember watching way back in the day that i would never be able to find if it's still up but it was literally just like every anime opening and it was just like a clip show of like Every single anime where the characters are running, uh, are running next to a river in like the sunset or sunrise, and every and and all the times where like the camera just sort of like pans to them and they're in like a, a non-narrative space and they're like just posing for the camera, and then like it shows like the a menacing silhouette of the villains and like fucking uh, all of the tro- like anime openings have their own fucking tropes. I'm sure there's a TV tropes page for anime openings and there's not, oh, there yeah. should be. Like, I don't know, like, when I, my, like, ideal sweet spot for openings is, like, a 12-year spot between, like, 1982 and, like, 1997. Yes. I agree. I, I and, agree. Like, that's a sweet spot for me, because then you got, like, all the sick-ass, like, Gundam OVA openings, like, you got the 8th MS Team one, or, like, the 0083 ones, which we'll cover soon. Cowboy Bebop, uh, not Cowboy, well, Cowboy Bebop's opening, fucking, uh... It's, like, at the tail end of that era. Outlaw Stars opening. Yeah, like, the, those, like, the, those solid-ass 90s openings, then you got those sick-ass 80s openings. All of the, ironically, ironically, Toonami's anime had all of the best openings, but in, in order to fit all of the CG Tom robot interstitials, they cut those openings. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> they have since fi- I mean, they have since fixed that mistake since they brought back Toonami, so that's good. I miss uh, Tom was cool though. He still Tom yeah. really set the atmosphere for like what you were gonna watch. You're gonna yes. watch Tom made me want to watch Gundam Wing. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, Tom Tom brought Gundam to America. Steve Steve Bloom and in the first season, uh, uh, Sonny Strait, who voiced the original Tom, uh, brought Gundam to the United States. And, and don't don't discredit Peter Cullen, who had those awesome bumps. Yes, I forgot. Oh my, yes. Oh, I was gonna say. I, I thought you were gonna say don't discredit Moltar. I forgot he was the original original host. Oh, Moltar can stay there on Space Ghost. <laughs> but then again, you're older than me, so that's true. Um, like time means less after you turn like nineteen. That's fair. 
And because it's like you being a couple years older than me as a child is such a bigger deal than it ever would be now. Oh, yeah. No, like I like if we were in the same room together in childhood, I would just be like, who's this literal baby? And you would be like, who's this grown adult? (laughs) And I would just be sitting. No, I would be sitting there and I would not stop talking about either Zelda or Star Wars. That'd be all right. I probably would fuck still with you still. I, 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 yeah, no, it's fine. I always made friends with, I, my friends were always older than me through, like, my entire life. Mm-hmm. That track. But that's beside the point. Gridman. <laughs> you need to die MP3. <laughs> Uh, yeah, speak, speaking of friendship, uh, I don't know. <laughs> That's my best segue. Um, so this is a uh, collaboration between Surubaya Productions, who make Ultraman. Su- yeah, Suburaya. Oh, do okay. Oh, that makes sense. I didn't look at. I the, all I ever knew was Trigger, so I, I didn't look too heavily into into Suburaya. Um, and because they're the ones who have made Ultraman for years, they're a special effects company. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Gridman was like an Ultraman, like adjacent spinoff. Not really like a spinoff, but it was made by the same company with kind of yeah. the same tropes. And they talk about Ultraman a lot in this. Yes. Um, I don't know anything about Ultraman. My tokusatsu knowledge is limited and also limited to Common Rider, and same. that's still very limited. Yeah, my, my, my. Just like my wrestling knowledge, it's incredibly specific to just 80s and 90s Joshi Pro Resu. Uh, my, my wrestling knowledge is limited to the first four WrestleManias, which is very weird, <laughs> but my life, my life has been interesting. Anyway, I'll write that book someday. Anyway. Um, my book called fucking 101 Failed Podcasts. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. I think that's the book of our generation. Yeah, god. Actually, that's a title. That title would honestly sell as a biography. I should make more podcasts. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I have plans. Good lord, don't tempt me. Um, so, this anime had one of the most endearing casts I've seen in a while. It was a good one. When when this show when this show first dropped, I was super not necessarily skeptical, but I was more than I was more than willing to like not get my hopes up just because this was so clearly not gonna just be like an animated tokusatsu series. Uh, like because I like tokusatsu for all its corniness and, and, and hackiness, and I have oh yeah yeah I ha- but this isn't that Th- this is like oh we're gonna make an anime like for real, and I went. Oh, sometimes anime's bad, though. <laughs> Tokusatsu, so, I know what I'm um, getting. Yeah, I can see that. Um, but they, but so, they, it, it, but the, the cast ended up endearing me, and they won me over, and I liked them a lot. So we're not gonna like summarize the show in like we're gonna we're gonna pretty much synopsize it, yeah. but it's like not gonna be like how we do in Votoms, where yeah. it has much more of like a linear narrative. We're not gonna this remember is... it, so you don't have to. <laughs> a lot's happened I, I, since we stopped our first season just <laughs> all i gotta say about a lot of stuff like hey Devin, what's your review of um 2015 i mean of, like, of 2016 through 2019 <sighs> uh, i'm like way in the cons a lot pros resident evil 2 remake devil may cry 5 death stranding um twin peaks season 3 Devil Man Crybaby, um, having a lot of difficulty finding other good things. Uh, Star Wars Rogue One? Uh, Do you you have opinions? I have, we have differing opinions on Star Wars, and we'll talk about that on a different podcast. (laughs) 
We have, like we said in the last ep- in, in episode zero of season two, we have a lot of Gaidens. Um, yeah. But this isn't about Star Wars. This is about Gridman. Uh, so let's go over our, uh, our four main characters. Yes. So we got Yuta, mm-hmm. who is our, our show-tagonist. I'm slightly uncomfortable with that term, but that's fine. No, I know. I said it to make you uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I said it because I knew that co- that term you coined would not be as nearly as fun as it was four years, like three years ago. I guess thanks for... <laughs> I guess thanks for fucking... Hitting me right in the hubris. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. It no, was, I, was I deserve it. Um, Yuda's our protagonist. He's he's good. I I would say he, like a part. I was at first. I was very much like, oh, cool. He's just. He, I, I, I like him. His hair is red. He, he's a boy. His hair shonen. is red, so I like him slightly more. He is shown in protagonist, but the way he's handled is very like. It, this show has, is, is, the tone of this show is very interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so, like, it's very, it can get pretty intense. It ha, it's pretty, it can get pretty real, but it still has, like, a very kind of, almost, like, perfunctory kind of vibe to it that I really liked. Yeah. And I think that's just Trigger. Oh, a hundred percent. Like, you, 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 you can see, like, it, the, 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 the Trigger of this series really, like, sneaks its way in and then by like the last third of this show it's just like oh here we go baby so yuta is hard to talk about without going into exact spoilers but he's our main character we've always spoiled on this show just a heads up i already have no no no. i'm just telling the audience we spoil on this show and we always oh yeah if this is your first retrospective episode yeah we just we're full spoilers yeah we assume you've seen the show but just a disclaimer I am not, like, a no-spoilers person, because unless, like, a show, like, something's hin- enjoyment hinges on a twist, I don't really mind spoilers, because sometimes if Same. something's really cool happens, it'll entice me to watch the show more. Absolutely, yes. Like, if I heard this episode we're about to have, I probably would go out and watch the show more if Tooch didn't recommend it to me. Yeah. Well, less recommendation. So, I gave you the ultimatum that we would not do Metrospective again unless you watched Gridman. <laughs> Wow, it didn't even really feel like one. Um, yeah, no. Well, cause, I mean, honestly, it was it was mostly just to just to test you. So it's like, okay, if you're real about this, I'm gonna like this is these are my terms, and if and if you care enough, you'll do it, and you did, and it's fine. So we're doing it. It's great. Tooch, how dare you fucking doubt me? We fought in the goddamn Moon Wars together. <laughs> I'm for sixty horrible minutes. We barely fl- we flailed around in space, and we'll do it for and we'll do it for sixty more and and an infinite number of times whenever that whenever they yank us from our past, present, or future. Listen, maybe you didn't let me down. A lot of other Devons out there did. Okay. Uh, fair, that's a burden I have to, that I alone <laughs> shall bear. Carry the weight of all our doomed timelines. You're gonna carry that weight. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about Rika. Fucking let's. Let's talk about Rika. I want to. Rika is a very good character. She's probably the most normal Japanese girl I've ever seen in an anime. Yeah, because Lord knows everybody who makes anime wants wants Japanese girls wants Japanese schoolgirls to never just fucking be normal girls. Fucking, I don't know anything about the reception of this show aside from the fact that Rika and and Akane, who we talk about later, are were very popular on websites. Yes, no, and I, you know that's that's the way it always goes. But that's anime. Yeah, that's that's that ain't that just the way that it goes? You you don't know 
You if you have good female characters, they will be popular. They will be popular. And these are... De- if you have good, attractive characters, they will be popular. Yeah. So, um, I really liked Rika. Once again, a, a, like an, an understated cast. Like, there's not directly much about her besides more her vi- All these characters bring a vibe. They're just vibing, bro. It's hard to explain because it's so sensory, and I feel that's a lot about... That's kind of the trigger thing. It sets it sets a tone, and it maintains... It sets multiple tones and maintains them and interweaves them in a very in a way that feels... If, watching this show feels good. Like, Rika doesn't feel like a tropey character. Like, Yuta does, but he's a tropey character done very well. Rika feels just so refreshing for just being a normal-ass person. Yeah, and, and not in that way, not in that anime way where just, like, I just want, like, they're, they're just shrugging amidst, like, a big alien attack. Like, I just wanted to have a normal, the, the fucking Dante Graves. My Joe is ruined. Like, fucking my Dante Graves, I'm not supposed to be here today, ass. Like, no. <laughs> I got a pilot. I got a pilot. The Gundam. The white beast is under attack. You're not, not even supposed to be here today. Yeah, proms tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> oh jeez. I saw Clerks again recently. <laughs> it's good. It's still good. That's good. I I just had the thought of like, what would what would not not a mecha made by Kevin Smith because 2019 Kevin Smith is not 1990s Kevin Smith by any stretch of the imagination. But yeah, I thought I'm 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 gonna spend the rest of the week now probably trying to think of like what does a mecha show look like with a clerk's vibe? Oh, fucking uh, Pat Labor, but nothing ever happens. So Pat Labor, yes, but like even less happens. <laughs> they literally never. Okay. Oh, that's the thing. Okay, so you know how like they they never leave the store. They never get in the robot. <laughs> that's what people accuse pat labor of like hardcore mecha people usually don't like pat labor because oh they're like God. there's like 10 minutes of robots and all of it uh, we can't get into that we gotta talk about Grimman. <laughs> we gotta talk about Grimman. okay so let's talk about utsumi utsumi has like the kind of the least amount of agency in the show but i like him the most because he's he's the nerd who i relate to he's- who's like yes he's an ultraman nerd and again like it's uh, like all these characters you, you can summarize you, all these characters are easily summarized in a way that don't do them justice, and it's not even necessarily that there's more to them, but they're utilized and written. It's really honestly that's what it is. It's the writing. This is some of the best. This is some of the best character writing that I've ever well, seen. Well, let's in a talk about the writer. Anime, yeah. Because I looked at some of his credits. Yes, he's writ. He has written, wrote Keiichi writed, Hasegawa. He wrote some. He's done a lot of the uh, like a modern Ultraman shows. He's done. Mm-hmm. He did a lot of the kind of aughts, well, like uh, the teens, mm-hmm. the twenty teens common writer show. So he has a lot of tokusatsu credits. He was also a writer on a couple episodes of uh, the first season of um, Big O. Ooh, and Devil Lady. <laughs> he did the anime of Devil Lady, and oh, he did uh, two thousand three his... Astro Boy. I love the openings. Yeah, for, I love the openings of those. And he did the so guy. This... He did the he did the Guy King remake. He did. He did. He did. Legend of the Ship that I can't remember the name of. Dai, Daiku Maru, because it's in the opening. Dai, 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 Daiku Maru, Gai King. Yes. <laughs> the fucking MIDI trumpets. God, that opening slaps. So Utsumi loves. He's he's the guy who's the most excited to be part of the adventure. He's me. Where Yuna's turning into. He's us. Where, yeah, he, he's us. He's anyone listening to this he podcast. He fought with us in the Moon Wars. He fought with us in the Moon Wars. <laughs> We watched 36, 36 different parallel versions of him die simultaneously. It was a lot. I think, I, think lot. One, I think one of them was Joe from Digimon and no one noticed. One of them was the wild eagle from Zoids. 
Oh yeah, speaking of it, he also wrote Zoids and Zoids and uh, Zero. Oh, sick. He wrote the first two Zoid shows, which are the ones that only people in America that the only ones people actually know. Yeah, well, f- there was also Fusors, which no one watched. Exactly. <laughs> you didn't even know about it. That's how few people watched it. It was late era uh, tsunami. It was bad. No one, no one cared. It, it was like when Tom got had a the face. really bad. Yeah, when Tom had a face, Ugh. and Toonami stopped I'm being just cool. Pull, let me just pull. Let me let me just pull a Transformers movie two Optimus Prime. Give me your face. Just rips it off. Uh, so let's talk about the uh, the Neon Genesis Junior High. Yes, because these these weirdos are my favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, Samurai Caliber is hilarious. He's very good. He feels like he feels like a Pokemon gym leader everyone would want to fuck. Yes, and maybe I'm just like, saying that because I'm deep in Sword and Shield, but yes. Um. Then there is Max, Veet, and Boar. Anything you want to say about them? Uh, I li- aside from the fact that every character in this is a Transformers Kajinka, apparently. Every it's the, specifically the shattered glass toy line only continuity. This this series was made with love by people who love I think everything except Gridman. Um and that somehow worked out. Yeah, um I never I don't know anything about original Gridman. Yeah, same. I watched I okay, I, so okay, I'll let me summarize the let me summarize the first episode of Gridman. Uh, a couple teens find junk in a basement. I forget whose or where's. It might have been a pawn shop for all I know. Um and then they and then like some 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 virus kaiju, basically that that one angel from that one episode from the, that one one off episode of Evangelion. Yeah, uh, but they but they fight that angel every week. Uh, and 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 it's a monster and it's a big goofy suit monster in in the cyberspace in in reboot in the mainframe. Um, and they type on their computer and send Gridman in there to, to, to fight him, and it always manifests in some specific problem in the real world. But this was the early 90s, and no one knew how computers worked, so it's just magic. Uh, the One of the problems was, like, he was the monster. Well, did Arthur say, C. Clarke saying that any sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic? Yes, and it's true for Gridman, because what ended I, up happening I had to, was... I had to say that quote to sound really smart, Tooch. I need those ups, uh, I need those likes on Reddit. Big brain, huge dong, let's go, uh, and... Haha, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I hate women, I am smart. <laughs> and, uh... Just wh- casually dunking on Reddit, I'm sorry. <laughs> Please do, they deserve it. They can take it. Um, every every actually the one person in r slash retrospective is like I've been betrayed. Every every decent because every decent Reddit community and they are out there. I feel like every half decent Reddit community knows that they're on Reddit and knows that they are surrounded by flaming garbage on all sides. And I salute them for still doing their own thing anyway. Um, but anyway, so yes. that the 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 main my main takeaway, and I think this probably summarizes Gridman really well, saying having only watched one episode. What the virus ended up doing was uh, causing vague ideas of power surges throughout the city, and it just appliances, uh, appliances, and like medical things. Because like one of the kid, like some kid, got injured, and like the doctors couldn't save him because all of their doctor and hospital equipment was glowing and fl- flying around in the sky in a very bad blue screen effect. 
And Gridman had to stop that by fighting the monster. This sounds like nineties Tokusatsu. Yeah, it is, buddy. Yeah, so that's Gridman. That's the best summary. Okay, so uh, let's talk about superhuman samurai. That's what the SSS stands for until the end, until the last episode. Yes. I, I, I like watched... how there's actually a Majas to, sa- to uh, Cyber Samurai Squad yeah, in this. I, I watched Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad. I don't remember any fucking thing from it except for Tim Curry uh, voiced the bad guy. Uh, also, apparently Samurai Caliber was the name of his sword form in the, in the, uh, in the uh, American version. That's uh, pretty good. Um, yeah, I remember. So, I, I, I remember. I remember renting VHSs of it. <laughs> wow, we're old. <laughs> Half our audience doesn't even know what a VHS tape looks like, or how to rent things. That you didn't. You mean you didn't just go on to like your smart TV with your smart remote, or if you lost your remote, you could just use your smartphone and just watch it instantaneously while having forty separate different subscriptions for every different company? Because we're in dystopian hell capitalism. Ah, no. So, Akane. (laughs) Uh, Uh, Speaking of dystopian hell, Akane Shinjo. So, um, by the second episode, I blinked, and in my, um... (laughs) I I, I label characters in my head sometimes, Mm -hmm. and the one that came to me, which I thought, I think, is just me reading the internet, is she is controversial waifu. Yes, absolutely. Yes, I think like our problematic waifu. Problematic, problematic waifu, but not for, not for not for the reasons that most problematic waifus are problematic in 2019, which is just someone wanted to try to make Vriska again. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm not even joking. Everybody making cartoons is a homestuck now. Welcome to hell. Welcome to hell. Welcome to hell. Catra. Welcome anyway. to hell. Um, Catra's great. Listen, anyway, we're not talking about Shira. We're not. <laughs> that's my. We're also that's not going to talk about Voltron because it's not a mecha show. That's my. That's my. Uh, yes, I. I agree. Voltron was not a mecha show. Uh, I gave. I gave that. I gave that show four seasons. I, I gave that show one. You. I should have. <laughs> the first season was pretty good, and I'm glad I did. And I'm. And I'm now. I'm glad I didn't go past it. Yeah. Yeah. No. Fine. It. The problem is, it is. It has its moments, but those moments are so few and far between. And that's all I'll say. That's all we can say. Akane. Um, uh, so, b- before we go into the plot, um, controversial, uh, Akane really reminds me of somebody near and close to my heart, so the, her arc kind of was really, really resonated with me, because she reminds me of somebody I know so much. Her arc, her arc is good, and she is, like, she, again, like, you could, you could so easily, like, if you didn't watch this show, or didn't get this show, and you just looked at, like, a vague summary of all the characters, you, you could just be like, oh, she's just the, oh, she's just the fucking, like, super hot shut-in yandere, whatever, like, there's a million of those, and it's like, like, no, like, there's she's so, not, there's like, there's real nuance, and not in the way, like, cause like, <sighs> I'm a firm believer that like I'm a firm believer in the in the in the subjectivity of, of media, just like you are a firm believer in the subjectivity of literally everything else around us at all times. Um There is no such thing as objectivity. Yes. That's my that's my worldview. I, I agree. Um and so like and so like I Unless you're a Nazi or a pedophile, then you're wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course. Uh and so like, you know, one of my favorite bands growing up was 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 A C D C. Uh, and if you don't like ACDC, and even a lot of people that do like ACDC, you can just say, oh, every single one of their fucking songs is the same. And I would go, you're right, like, you're right, you've got me there. 
but also if you played that doesn't if, hamper my enjoyment if you played three seconds of an ac the first three seconds of any acdc song i can tell you what song that is because i listen to them and i understand them and i you know so like tr- tropes aren't bad they just exist and they're just signifiers that we can so we can better categorize media to better like analyze it in a larger landscape it's not just something to point at and go, that reminds me of something else, and therefore it's bad because I'm a moron that thinks originality exists. Yes. I mean, like, Hide- Hideaki Anno literally said that Evangelion is Ideon meets Devil Man. Mm-hmm. Like, he literally said that. That's like, and that's honestly, and like, that's, for better or for worse, that's how you pitch things. That's how you pitch things. If you want to pitch, like, studio executives don't care about art. They want money. And so what you do is you take your idea and you tell them it's just like these other ideas that already made money. And they'll go, oh, I like money. Let's make your thing. (laughs) I'm pretty sure that's how Dilly Del Nue pitched his uh, new Dune movie that's coming out Mm -hmm. in like a year. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm excited for that. I, I want to see... I like Blade Runner 2049. We'll talk about it. I can't wait for The Sleeper to awaken. And yes, I, I cannot wait. I, I like Dune. But um, he, he pitched that as, this is Star Wars for adults. <laughs> and then he literally went and said that on as advertising that his Dune will be Star Wars for adults. Dragged! Oh my god, that's so good. I love that. Uh, yeah, but like so Alien, anyway. Alien was pitched as Jaws in Space. Yeah, it works. Like, I'm pretty sure fucking Imagine if Jaws every 2... slasher movie was, it's like that other slasher movie. Mm-hmm. Imagine if Jaws... Well, it really, it was like, it's like Halloween. It's like Halloween, yep. but we're going to have more tits and blood. It's like, it's, 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 like... it's like Halloween, but we, but we're, but we're going to completely miss the point of Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> Said every slasher movie ever. <laughs> anyway, speaking of slasher villains, Akane. <laughs> so... I guess to talk more about Akane, we need to get into the actual plot of the show, which we somehow managed to not talk about for 26 minutes. That's fine. Um, so Yuta has no memory of who he is, just wakes up in front of this junk shop owned by Rika. Mm-hmm. And she's kind of just like, this is weird. Like, I'll take you to the hospital. Like, I don't, you're in my class, but I don't really know you. Like, who are you? What is this? <laughs> Which is, she, like, she doesn't have, like, a, I can't believe this is happening, or, like, a, I'm so along for this adventure. She's just kind of confused, like a person would be. <laughs> Which I loved. Yeah, no, like, that that's the thing, right? Because it, it, it's, it's so weird. I, I can't, like, the, the, I honestly didn't have this take until you started talking about, like, the, like, the weird atmosphere of the characters. Not weird, but, like. It's so chill. Yeah, it's it's chill. They're really just vibe. They're just fun. They're just kids. They're not deep characters, but they were my friends, and it's weird. I never say that. Yeah, no, this is it's it's really good. And I think what what it is is because like there's 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 plenty of anime and plenty of stories about just like normal ass kids having a normal ass time, even under this strange trio of people are in almost every toku toku show. But like, but I've never seen them. I've I've never seen characters written like this in something so genre heavy right yes it's uh so there are you familiar with the um 1950 something western high noon um probably it's a, it's like a seminal classic western the movie's only like an hour and 15 minutes and takes the movies in real time very simple plot 
the the sheriff of this town is moving. He just married a Quaker. He has to renounce violence forever. But Frank Miller, the old bad guy, uh, who he put away in jail, is coming back to town to kill him. And nobody's going to help him stand up to this guy. So he has to face him alone and his whole gang. And the entire movie was kind of like a, was a statement on McCarthyism. Nice. It's a very good movie. It also has like a... Uh, it also has this woman, uh, I forgot her name. She is a Mexican actress who is the first woman of color to ever win an Academy Award and a Golden Globe. Damn. And, uh, but yeah. And I talked to my aunt about it, because my aunt's a big fan of old cinema. Like, any movie made before 1960, she's seen. Like, her, if you ask her who her favorite actor is, she'd say Clark Gable. Oh, dang. That's... Like, Gone with the Wind is her favorite movie of all time. She knows old, classic, golden age Hollywood stuff. So I was talking to her about, um... One of my great aunts, I was talking to her about High Noon, and she used the term gentle deconstruction. I like that. And uh, it, was a gent- it was the first gentle deconstruction of the Western genre. And I took that, because then you have this more cynical spaghetti Westerns than the revisionist Westerns that are like way more like, no, the West was a fucked up, horrible place like it actually was. Yeah, like there's the, the, the for me, the eras are separated in like, man, I just watched Clint Eastwood kill a bunch of dudes and it was awesome pivoting hard to i just watched clean eastwood kill a bunch of dudes and i feel really bad about it <laughs> yeah well it's i just watched john wayne kill a bunch of white people dressed as native americans then the clint eastwood too yeah well for me it was like I, I just i just watched like i like i just watched like the it's the dollars trilogy right it's 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 yeah. it's, it's, it's a fistful of dollars for a few dollars more and then and then the heart and then hard crashes right into the good the bad and the ugly I love westerns, but anyway, um, so th- I feel retrospective. So, are we gonna do Westworld? The first season was good. That's what I've heard. I'd like to. I want to do the old Westworld. <gasps> oh man, yeah, yeah. I want to do the Will Smith I Robot because I saw that movie five times in theaters. I'll do that. Yeah, <laughs> we'll do some more movies because we're gonna be doing longer shows, so we need like quicker shit to like. <laughs> But anyway, um, I consider this a gentle deconstruction, not something as deconstructed. Like, you have like Madoka and Evangelion that deconstruct their genres in kind of a, a bo- in like a very nuanced artistic way. That are like huge, like big artistic statements, and then you have kind of something like Utena that's even that's even more like that, where it starts deconstructing the entire shojo genre, mm-hmm. or, or shojo demographic. Yeah. By looking like a 70s shoujo manga in the 90s and everything. So it's like, that's its own ballpark. This, I feel, is so much more low-key. And I've never seen an anime do this Yeah, I, kind of deconstruction. Yeah, because it's, it's not even... Because, like, most deconstructions try to, like... Maybe not try, but, like, what usually ends up happening is, like, the vibe I end up getting is, like, okay, th- this is the stuff about the genre the creator, like, loves a lot, and then also, simultaneously, they're also showing you all the things they hate as they've... It's, it's like, th- those kinds of deconstructions that basically take 50% of the tropes and go, these are great, and elevate them, and they take the other 50% and just reenact the fucking printer scene from office space to them uh yes this is does neither pretty much yeah it, it's just like we're just gonna do our own fucking thing bro and it's gonna be chill yeah and <laughs> I, I think also the brevity of the series is what makes it work mm-hmm. this would not have worked as a 24 36 or 48 episode anime. Yeah. this would not have worked unless all the... 12 unless all 12 of those episodes were like 
standalone one-offs with the fucking Gridman team. Not the kids, the fucking... I forget their names. The, 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 the Neon Genesis Junior High. It, yes, with those. Uh, I love the little, like, the, the, the little pipsqueak lady that talks like a man. Apparently he's a boy. A worm? Oh my god, I love this. I love this weird gender fuck. Boar. <laughs> Boar? What's their name? Their name is Boar. B-O-R-R. God, that's so good. I love them. They're my favorite. Like, there was a moment that I think solidified what this show is and how good it is when uh, Haas, the the one who is like always sick, yeah, is talking to her other friend. Rika, there are two Rika's friends, and Rika's always running away to go do Gridman shit, and she won't tell them. And then one of them is like, wow, Rika's acting like really, like toward the end, one of them's like, Rika's always running away. She's like, and not telling us. She's like really suspicious. Like, do you, like, do you still trust her? And then she's like, yeah, of course. She's our friend. Just let her have her own goddamn business. Like, <laughs> like you're friends with her. What the fuck is wrong? So what? She's dealing with shit. Just calm down. <laughs> and that was the whole show. God, I love it so much. And like, the, like they, 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 the, they, even, I, they even did the thing, they even did the thing where like, um, that that old trope where at least one of the characters is like concerned about their usefulness. Uh, the the nerd I forget his name. Uh, Utsumi. Utsumi was just like I can't do anything. I'm so fucking used. But even that was never like given. That wasn't given the gravitas it, it it that most shows act like it deserves. If this was a different show, he would have had he would have turned into another grid man. Yeah. Mm, and yes. believing in himself was the power to give him the power to do. And that. instead, they gave it to Anti. Ah, uh, yes. So, essentially, they find junk, like in the main show, in Rika's basement. Uh, suddenly, a kaiju attacks, which, um... Well, no, well, so, Yuta goes to school, and he meets Akane, the most popular girl in his class, who's the... She's the one that everyone would, of course... She, of course, is the one that everyone is supposed to like. She's designed that way. Uh-huh. Everything is intentional, but, like, uh, she hands a hot dog to Yuta, which gets destroyed by the volleyball girls, who are just kind of goofing around, and they're like, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to do that. So then, a kaiju attacks. Later, down the line, and Yuda's like, seeing Gridman on junk, and he's like, I gotta do this thing. So he turns into Gridman, and fights the kaiju, but the kaiju blew up their school, and the volleyball girls died. And then, after they defeat a monster, everything kind of goes back to normal. All this collateral damage is gone, but nobody remembers the volleyball girls or like they died a while ago like they never yeah. even lived to be in high school yeah like, it's like every uh, every everybody everybody who dies from via kaiju attack gets retconned out of existence like for real like their their death is rewritten in reality to have happened previously and no one knows and them and if this show was longer we wouldn't learn about this for like 15 episodes but akane is just killing anybody who pisses her off. Just, just like the slightest. It's, it's, it really is just that fucking like a twelve-year-old playing Fallout Three of just like I don't like talking to you anymore. It's like that episode with the corn. Like, um, I don't like when the music stops playing of Twilight Zone. Yes, yes. What is yes, that one yes. called? Uh, I, I don't know. But, but I. A ton of people. Are, hey, douchebag! It at us. <laughs> oh God, I forgot. Oh, I forgot about Hey, douchebag! Oh, Devin. We have a podcast again. How did you forget about that? I thought about that every single goddamn um, day. I forgot about, about stars. it. I forgot about it because I've never made a mistake in my life. <laughs> so, 
Uh, Akane is a big fan of kaiju. Like she, her, I, I, if I knew more about Ultraman or even Godzilla or kaiju in general, I'm sure her hoodie is based on a specific kaiju. Oh, that she does not know how to wear properly. Probably, she doesn't know how to wear it. <laughs> Somebody should tell her. But she's like carving these fucking kaiju out of clay and talks to this inferno cop looking fucker who lives on her t- who lives on, on her computer. And so she's like, this person, uh, my teacher bumped into me and didn't apologize. I'm going to fucking kill him. Yeah. With this kaiju. And my, my favorite death, my favorite death retcon was the, the fucking, the fucking vlog trio that they went on a I, shitty date yes. with. And then, yes. and then one of them got the fucking, the least favorite try guy got retconned out of existence. And then it's like, oh no, yeah. they've always been a duo. What are you talking about? Like, that's his. No, it was only one guy. Yeah. Like, it was only one guy left. Oh, they've always just been one guy. What are you talking about? Oh, God, that's even better. And he's better. sitting on a couch for, He's like, sitting on himself. a big couch! <laughs> so, um, the, 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 so, at this point, you're like, things are just really off here. Like, everyone, like, people are just kind of accepting kaiju and, like, all this weird shit in, like, a really, like, wow, that's cool. Kind of way, like, no, there's no panic in the street. There's no, like, this area is under con- control by the government. Please escape to evacuation yeah. shelters. We have a kaiju drill. It's like, oh, hey, cool. Whoa, is that a kaiju? What the fuck? Yeah, like, is that a guy? Yeah, everybody everybody freaks out, but, this, but the same way you would freak out if, like, uh, the news was just like, there's a, there's a crazed, there's a crazed driver and, like, a Hummer were driving on the wrong side of the interstate. Like, th- like that kind of, like, panic. Where it's just like, oh, God, I, I hope everyone there is okay. Like someone should do something about that. <laughs> Anyhow. About that. So, uh, that's that pretty much is how the first half of the show goes. Just somebody pisses off Akane. She sends the dudes, at, she sends her kaiju after them. Alexis, the guy in the internet who looks like Inferno Cop. Yes. Instance abreaction. Alexis turns them kidding. into kaijus. Um... The, the most trigger... Lo- Every trigger show has an Inferno Cop-looking fucker at some Every point. Every trigger show has a big, a big, scary man who it speaks very jovially. And probably is voiced by the same person. Is he? Let me check. I probably. If there, if he's not Inferno Cop, or at least the Inferno Cop from Blue Luko. Tetsu Inada. His, his dub voice is just named Barry Yandel, and he does not have a Wikipedia page. Um... He's in Kaneku, man. Um, oh, he was he was in Turn A Gundam. He's a he's a million. He's not Inferno Cop. How oh, neat! Is he in Uchu Patrol Luluko? Because Uchu means space, Tooch. Oh, who? I he might he's pro, he's probably the in, he's probably the Inferno he's Cop the equivalent one... in Luluko. Yes, he is the Over Justice Director General. <laughs> <laughs> and he's Harry Ord. Oh, so that also means he's Gamagori. Oh, good. I'm glad. He's Gamagori in Kill a Kill, yes. Because I knew that he was... Because I knew Gamagori was Harry from Turn A Gundam. This is the Turn A Gundam kind of deconstruction. Oh, he's somebody in Dorohedro. Oh my god, Dev in Dorohedro. I need to read that. I gotta... I need to read it. Same. Let's read it together. Book club. Yeah. So, that's how the first half of the show goes. It's vi- and and the, if this went on any longer, you'd be like, "This is Monster of the Week." And then suddenly they hot they hard pivot and they're like, "Okay, now we're gonna like formally introduce the deconstruction that you've been like craving, craving, and also you've noticed if you ever have paid attention to art in any capacity beyond the surface level." Yeah. Like I started, 
I started thinking about this the episode before they told me because I'm a smart guy. <laughs> just because I enjoy stories like this. Yeah, no, I I knew shit was fu- I knew shit was gonna be fucked in some way. What what mattered to me the most was like one. Is it gonna be paced well? And when when the like when the reveal happens, is it gonna just feel like a totally I don't know where Deus Ex non sequitur? And two, the, regardless of that, am I gonna like was. it? So they introduced the weird girl who looks like the frog girl from um from Academia. Yes, Kaiju Shoujo and Solius, uh-huh. and she never shows up again until the end. Yes, but she essentially takes Yuta aside, who still has no memories, and is like. Hey, the world you inhabit isn't real. This is all kind of like a hallucination simulation, and Akane's real, but this is entirely built around her. This reality is, like, built by her. She Yeah, she rejects her reality and substitutes her own. Which, and then at that exact point, I paused it, and I was like, holy shit, this is the plot of Shin Megami Tensei 1. <laughs> that, the one that nobody has played except me. Controversial opinion, Persona 1 and 2 are eons better than 3, 4, and 5. Ooh. Fight me about your waifu and your social links Ooh. and your dating sim stuff. Honestly, but, I'm, I'm ready to believe you. I want to play the first two. Uh, yes. I will tell you. So, Tooch, do you know the plot of Persona 1 at all? Um, n- no. I have, like, vague... I have half sentences in my head, probably from when you've broken them down for me more than once years ago. Uh. So, briefly to summarize the plot of Persona 1, uh, you are in high school, because it's Persona games are always high schoolers, um, and you have a friend in, the high, in, in your class, she is in the hospital, her name is Maki, and she's like terminally ill. Mm-hmm. She's like very sick and has been missing for most of the year. Her mother works at this top secret, she works at Nerve, <laughs> and Gendo is doing some sort of apocalyptic doomsday experiment that you guys have nothing to like you have no you have no relation to this plot you're that's just happening in the background so the main characters are like we're going to go visit Maki in the hospital and wish her well and one of the one of your party members has a crush on her mm-hmm. so you team up with your party and uh suddenly there's this big cataclysmic boom explosion coming from Sebek's headquarters where the main guy wanted to create a universe around him where he was god but Maki the twist of Persona 1 is that it was Maki. So when you meet Maki in the game, you suddenly suddenly meet, like, an idealized, beautiful, like, healthy version of Maki. And then there's, like, an evil young kid version of Maki, and then another one, which are all, like, her id, ego, and super ego. And you find out the crazy world here where you're fighting demons and everything is actually the universe as presented by her psyche. Oh. And so, watching Gridman... I was like, holy shit, this is Persona 1. <laughs> That's what I kept thinking. Because, um, so it's revealed to you, and everyone kind of takes it interestingly. They're not like, they, no one has like an Evangelion ex- existential crisis. Yeah, there's no, there's no fucking fisheye lens moment. Is there? No fisheye lens with piano. Yeah. Speak, there is some Evangelion-ass music in this, and it's great. Yes. And Gridman kind of runs like Ava-01, so that made me happy. Yeah, like, every, I love a good lanky son of a bitch. Uh, so they meet the junior high... The junior high school guys aren't really too important to the plot. They're more just, like, Gridman helpers. 
Yeah, and you have some really really wacky hijinks that I love. Yeah, because it's it's so funny. Like when when they first showed up, I thought, okay, this is this is one that maybe it's not an intentional deconstruction, but I appreciate it as deconstruction. When I first saw them, I'm like, they're the guys that are gonna fucking know everything, but they can't. They don't want to say, and then the only excuse they'll give is just like you wouldn't have believed this until it was time. But like, no, they also have amnesia. <laughs> Yeah, they only have a vague com- understanding of what their job is, and they don't really know why or how. Their their whole thing is so funny because of just how useless they are. Oh my god! They are utilitarian. They are utilitarian to give Gridman forms, and that is it. And they have some sick ass transformation forms. Like there's a new form like every episode. Yeah, they they are fun. the they are the only reason that this show counts as a retrospective. <laughs> yeah, technically, this was almost a guide. Yes, I almost fought Tooch about that. But I did. I, I thought you. I thought you would. I thought I would get some pushback, and I would have to be like, "Nah, look at this." I, I I was going to do that if I didn't enjoy it. Yes. But I did, and so that's essential. So then we're gonna cut towards kind of the end because things are starting to wrap up. Where Akane starts actually like pretty much becoming a real villain. Yes. She get. Uh, she so early, we got to introduce one more character though, who we forgot is Auntie. Auntie, yes. I didn't I mentioned He him. looks like either like a Digimon or like a Yu-Gi-Oh villain. He looks like he looks like a Digimon Gajinka. He does. So he he and then he turns into Gigan. Yes. And uh he pretty much turns into Gigan but with hands. And he can copy Gridman's abilities. And Akane makes him specifically to kill Gridman. But he so she's like, "Okay, kill somebody else." He's like, "No, I kill Gridman." <laughs> and she's like, "Fuck." <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I code. I I fucked up the coding. I gotta. I gotta. I I can't. I don't. But she, so he she, goes. She he's the Vegeta. Yes. <laughs> he's he's Vegeta. He's. It's not like he's. If Vegeta of, was a jobber, or speed, more of a jobber than Vegeta already oh, is. Also, speed of sound Sonic. Yes. <laughs> but 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 unfortunate. But unfortunately, he's a child, so I can't. So I can't have a huge garbage idiot boyfriend boner for him like I do with Speed of Sound Sonic <laughs> who, is, so who hasn't, like... he hasn't shown up in the manga in a minute and I miss him so the um so Auntie eventually is revealed uh becomes Grid Knight yes that was so good when that happened I was like yes all I know about Grid Knight and his brief appearances is that he does some killer Frankensteiners um that's like all he does is just fucking rip his legs around people's heads and slam them to the ground. Good. He does like three Frankensteiners and a Huracanarana, and I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, wow, you really do like your high flying lucha libre wrestling moves, Auntie. I fucking I, I I yeah I do too. So at the end, we're at the end of the series now because once again, this isn't a show we really need to play by play. This was more this was more sensory. Yeah, this is basically just this is basically us saying, watch it. Here's why. Yeah, this was, a, or like, just if you, uh, this is a show that's a harder to talk about in the way that we traditionally do, but I feel this is, we got to approach it loosey goose, loosey goosey like this fucking show is. Mm-hmm. Um, so at the end it's revealed that Gridman, so this is actually like, can I tell, ask how, I'm going to say this how I interpreted the ending. Yes. And you can tell me if I'm wrong or stupid or both. Okay. So... Everyone is all like, we have, this is where they, they kind of have the despair event horizon. Mm-hmm. Like everyone's like, we don't, we're not really real. Akane trapped everybody in like an ideal dream. Like she is where like Akane's flirting with Utsumi because you know, Utsumi really has a crush on her. Rika and her used to be closer and it gets really, really gay. 
And then Yuta has, like, an actual friendship with her. And it's like... And they're like, yeah, I'd like this, but this isn't real. This is not, like, organically happening. I'd like to have a relationship like this with you, but you're not letting that happen. And they break out of it, which was, like, that was the most trigger thing in the entire show, I thought. Like, yeah. Like, tonally. Absolutely. Like, that reminded me straight up of just, like, the best moment in Gurren Lagann. Which we will cover. Oh, 100%. <laughs> that, like, that, I don't want to spoil Gurren Lagann yet, or but, you know what I'm yeah. talking about. If you've seen Gurren Lagann, you know what I'm talking about. I think, I mean, like, sure, sure, let's not spoil it, but also, I I think the statute of limitations on Gurren Lagann has passed. I think people who haven't watched Gurren Lagann... It's Lagan the part where now, everybody... Where everybody gives up, and then Kamina's, like, ghost brings, like, vibes everybody back up so they can finally have the big final battle. Yeah. Where everybody's trapped in their own sadness and cynicism. And it's like, it reminded me of that in a big way, but once again, much more low-key. This is such a low-key show, and I love it. Yeah, it's, it's It nice. wasn't, it, it didn't have the bombast of a trigger anime, and that, of like a, of like a, like, this was... It's not as loud as Kill a Kill as much as I liked Kill a Kill. Kill a Kill was very in your face, very loud, yeah, very like very fucking late '90s toy commercial. In a in a good way, but yeah. this show wasn't that, and I loved it. Um, yeah, not literally not until the very last fucking battle with Alexis Carib did I see anything trigger esque. Like, so Alexis Carib turns out to be a Gridman villain. Yeah, he's like he's like from the, the t- from the TV show. Well, no, he he's like the successor to that villain. That villain from the original Gridman has like a different name, but he looks basically the same. I don't know why but they not like, yeah, and his his name isn't Alexis Carib. I don't know why they named him. It's something very similar. Yeah, but um, so it turns out Gridman from the original Gridman show tried to do like a Gridman thing, got stuck in this like virtual like hell universe hell prison so that alexis carib could torment a single victim of the week which is akane but we spent with this one victim of the week we've spent like 12 episodes with yes yeah no and so grit so so yuda turns out to have never really been yuda he's actually gridman so the gridman entity a part of yuda's like good guy spirit auntie and the entire neon genesis junior high all merge into actual original tv grid man yeah no okay i need to mm, yes okay that's the only reason i wanted to do this episode because i needed to that was the whole that's the whole reason if if that did if that didn't happen fucking this show's a c plus for me like fucking jesus christ like oh my god because you like Devin, i did i did i pitch i had this? never seen an episode of Gridman and i was hype d- d- I, I was like is this classic Gridman? yes yes the fucking honestly, you know what? The real part, I didn't even. I, I was just too busy. I was too busy just hyping about about the 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 theme song and the transformation, like the henshin that that every Ultraman does, where he just like slowly in awkward in awkward zoom ins pans towards the camera while a flashy background happens. That shit lit up my. Soul. I was bouncing in best. my I was literally like bouncing up in my chair like grabbing Jasmine my my fucking beautiful gender fluid wife just like shaking them like oh my god yeah it's I I was I, I wasn't as animated but my mouth was open and my I dropped whatever I was holding oh it was so good and then like literally like Alexis Carib just like calls out and just like oh that's a ve- that's a very nostalgic look grid man <laughs> and so I, I love the fact that this is a breakdown 
of what it is like to be a victim of the week in a kaiju show. Yes. Like, in Sailor Moon. It's like how you have the, oh, I am really envious about this girl who I think is prettier than me, so then the villains are going to turn me into, like, a fucking evil villain. Or, like, a common writer per kid who's kidnapped by the bad guys. Or, like, or like one of the fucking Zonders from Galgaigar. One of those people who are just having a fucking shitty day and they get turned into a Zonder medal. Oh, God. You know what? I... I I have never thought about that angle from it that that deeply. You are you. That's what I got. It's 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 true. That's so good. I I I agree. I agree. This is what it is like to be a victim of the week. Good lord! This and it ends. That is very Ava, the... not in a direct parallel way, but tonally, if in a philosophical, emotional way. That's very Ava. <laughs> So the end of the show, they don't play the credits on the ending. Mm-hmm. They just have a live action scene of a very normal looking girl getting out of bed, and that's yes, because like that's because like th- I mean, again, I only saw the first episode of the original Gridman, but like that that kid who like almost died, like because the hospital was having a fucking Pee Wee's Playhouse moment, like he didn't he he didn't understand any of what was going on. He was completely detached from all of it, and yet he was the core victim. Yeah, it's the people don't ever talk about the victim of the week because that's a core part of this formula. Yeah, that's so of like good. the Sailor Moon Tokusatsu Magic Girl formula. I think sometimes I think in in Mecha and Magic Girl it happens more than Toku shows, mm-hmm. but it's also a thing in Tokusatsu. It's just that in Kamen Rider usually the victim of the week ends up dead. Yeah, where like in Kamen Rider Kabuto it's all like bot invasion of the body snatchers. Yeah, which is why that's the best Kamen Rider show. I should watch that. We should watch. We should watch Common Rider. I I have. I won't ask you to. But in 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 the in the interim, while we were on the Moon Wars, while we were stuck on the Moon, I the only thing on all the the only thing to listen to was the fucking Ducktales Moon theme yes. or Goodbye Moon Men, which I never want to hear again in my fucking life. <laughs> but uh, the only thing, uh, well, not the only thing, but like one of the things I watched was li- literally all ninety eight episodes in both movies of the original Common Rider. Yeah, I, I, I've, I've seen, I, the only Showa-era series I've seen to completion mm-hmm. is Black, which is my favorite Kamen Rider, besides Kabuto. Yeah, and like, you d- but you, we're... you definitely don't need to watch all original Kamen Rider, but there's way more watchable episodes than I thought there'd be. That's how Toku is. Hmm. My, I have friends who are going through Ultra Q and Ultraman right now, because they're deep into Hideaki Anno, and they want to like pick his brain yeah just before shin ultraman comes out which i'm hype for did you know that um you know that show blue blaze is based off the manga the it's a live action show yes, about yes, this yes, one yes, manga yes. artist who and hideki ano is a character in it yeah i remember that yeah. i i want to do that i want to I, there's I wanna a there's a really that. it's a really good show and um there's a scene where they all go to the go to a public bath and apparently to this day according to he a manga also written by ano's wife to this day, he still does this, where he will just play Ultraman in the in these public bathhouses. Where he'll get somebody else to be the kaiju, and he'll be Ultraman. Oh my god. And they, like, move around in slow motion and, like, slap each other. And he's, like, fucking 60-something now and still does this shit. I fucking love that man. I love, I love Hideaki Anno. So, that, that in itself was Gridman. And this is, there's... You, I, I give this a hard recommend. Yeah. Since, like, A to F scale shit is as ineffective in grading students as it is grading art. 
If yeah. I recommend Gridman if you are a fan of any of if you are a fan of tropey things, if you are a fan of Trigger, or you are just a fan of Tokusatsu or or the kind of like if you're also if, if you're also, a fan if, of this familiar premise. Yes, and also if if you if you are not, but but if if you're in, if you're interested in dipping your toe into like genre anime Japanese media in general, like all the, all this shonen shit, because like I, I feel like I feel like especially Tokusatsu and Mecha are 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 back on a on a, like a Western upswing these days. At least in my circles, maybe yeah. it's just maybe it's just us and the people we know. It's because it's all getting localized officially. Yes, and so like if. If all that is just still like a high bar for entry, because it's just you just aren't used to it, and I get it. Like it took me forever to get used to modern tokusatsu. It's so fast paced and madcap and zany, and they just really want kids to buy these fucking toys, man. Um, Nobody does capitalism like Asia. <laughs> uh, but it, if you want to dip your toe into it and like get it, if you want to be able to get it. Uh, Gr- Gridman is twelve episodes. Bingo, bango! You will like it, and even if I you, watched it, even if you don't days. like anything else, you watched Gridman, and that's good enough for me. Yeah. Uh, is there any other thoughts you'd want to add about Gridman? Because I think we talked about we talked about this for like a solid almost hour. Yeah, that's honestly honestly that's more than I thought we'd get out of it. But you honestly, you know, what I want, you know what I want to say I'm glad I'm glad you watched it and talked and talked with me about it because you have you have your perspective has broadened i i like this show even better now because we've talked about yeah i give this this is a solid b plus for me yeah like if i have to give it an arbitrary rating just because like i don't know letters aren't real tooch letters aren't real language is a sham we're all just making throat noises did you know that A B C D E F G H I J K L M P Q R S T U V W X Y and Z is actually a fucking spell that's put on all of us to control and limit our form of expression? It's taught to all of us at a young age. That's a plot line in the Invisibles. You have a lot of guidance. <laughs> um. So, is there anything else you want to say about Gridman before we move on to something else? Uh, no, Grid, Gridman, Gridman's good. I, I would like to eventually, I, what I, I guess what I really want to summarize is, I would love to have the sort of life where I have the time to watch the original show. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but it's on, it's on Toku. Last I checked, it was on the streaming service Toku. The thing I want to say, actually, that I just remembered is the fact that this is a, if this was a spinoff of an Ultraman series, uh-huh. This is a spinoff of a show that didn't, that wasn't part of a franchise. It's just a spinoff of this one specific Toku show from the '90s that probably not a lot of people remember. No, it like no one really cared. Like in, in the larger Ultraman universe, Gridman is never included. Like there's like one like commercial for some product where like they wanted to be all flashy and have a bunch of Ultraman in it for no reason, and Gridman was in that one commercial with everybody else. Gridman gets the shortest end of the Ultra Stick. Like. That would be like if I'm gonna use a very specific example. Please. Don't. That would this would be like if Symbionic Titan got like a strange reboot deconstruction. Yes, honestly. Like just wh- or like or no, something no, Robot Boy. Yes. <laughs> Tooch, this is why. I, so one of the ten, core tenets of Chaos Magic is that there's no such thing as coincidences. Mm-hmm. I was literally thinking about that show like two days ago. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I'm just. It just means that we are in alignment. That's good. I'm glad we're aligned. 
I'm glad. I'm that's... glad we were aligned via obscure mid to late two thousands cartoons. We we I, that's why I think we're friends, and why this podcast works is because we intersect at so many specific spaces, but also don't. Yes. And that's what that's what really makes this podcast interesting because I can talk about chaos magic and the silver case and vertigo comic books and and Japanese women's professional wrestling and Twitch can just sit there and be like I don't know anything about anything and then immediately start talking about Doctor Who and I'm like ah! <laughs> so we are at Metrospective on Twitter I pay still somehow um um I am we are... at out of Twitch. I uh I am at row underscore bohemian. Mm-hmm. You you've you've changed. Uh, I think, because I think we some both idiot who... our handles. Yeah, mine is at row underscore bohemian. Mm-hmm. Uh, as an R O. It's my I'm, I used like to go by row bohemian, but that was taken on Twitter by some guy who hasn't been online since 2010. Ain't that just the way that it goes? Oh, it's one of your <laughs> it's one of your doomed Devons from the Moon War. <laughs> one of the doomed. <laughs> Maybe that you. Pro- it was a very. It was a very uh, tragic. It was a very tra- like dramatic, dramatic irony, tragic moment. Like he was gonna give you the password to the account, and then he was shot down. Shit. It was, that's 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 almost that's my sad stuck <laughs> timeline. <laughs> Tooch, can I say that Homestuck is a curse that all of us have to bear forever? Because I will always refer to fucking any AU as a blank stuck AU. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> There are people who have. This there are probably people who've never read Homestuck who call AU's blank stuck. I hate it. <laughs> it's it's a thing. Uh, we are, you can reach us at uh, mechtrospective at gmail dot com. Is that it? I think so. I haven't checked it in forever, but I think Google remembers. Yeah, if you so. got anything wrong, uh, send us an email. If we want to correct us, send us an email at the subject "Hey douchebag." Uh, all and any emails are welcome. Just please, if you're gonna correct us, just put it. Hey, douchebag. Be nice. Uh, do we have any? We don't. We don't have any emails to read. That'll happen soon. I hope. Uh, but yeah. Th- um, thank you for listening. We are back, and we are still unsure what our release schedule will be. But hopefully, we'll have figured that out by the time you're listening to this. Yeah. Did we have a sign off? I don't remember. Uh, no. I think we would just stop talking and trail off into the ending music. Oh yeah, I feel like we were. I feel like we came up with one at the very end of the of the first season, but I forget what it is. Something about something about us crying, like something makes us cry. I cry at robot. Ro- I cry at robots. It might have. That might have been it. I, <laughs> I cry, cry, we, cry we cry at robots. We cry. This show. Th- did this show get a tear out of you? Um, I got oh, watery. I didn't get. I, I didn't cry. cry. I, I cried. I cried, but out of. I, I cried out of hype. I had hype tears. I had like. I had like. I had like solidarity tears where I was like, this show did everything it set out to do, and I am proud yeah, of it. Yeah, this show like, did everything like, I wanted and more. Like, like the kind of the dad. The tears of watching your son do like a fucking like slam dunk at a basketball game, and you're just like, fuck yeah, that's my kid. Heck yeah. That's that the the good dad tears. I cry at robots.